today, a shooting over the weekend that the media doesn't want to talk about. More infuriating details about the Uvalde police response and our military has become a complete laughingstock. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and it is Monday. I'm joined today. It's been a really long time since you've been on the show. I felt like I was blacklisted for a I while. I thought but this show was off the air. What? I wasn't getting invited. I, th- I didn't know you were still making this show. Oh, well, thank- I mean, I watch your show, but that's okay. I guess you, you don't watch mine. I was like, mine. what's that's the fine. deal? Well, there right. goes that. Chad Prather. The phones were silent. Chad Prather. I never miss an Chad episode. Chad Prather show. Yeah. Right, I know. You're all, all, that's all Chad does in the evenings. He just watches the news and why it matters. And then when he's done, he watches a rerun. I kick my feet up, (laughs) get my healthy dose of Sarah. Yes, yeah. But no, I've I've started to feel rejected. No, well, we're glad that you're back, that it finally worked out with your busy schedule, (laughs) Chad Prather. Uh, Also joined by Blaze TV contributor Jakub Buyens, also host of The Bottom Line. You should be subscribed to both of these gentlemen. So uh, a lot happened over the weekend. Let's get into it. Uh, Four people were killed, including the suspected shooter after a man with a long gun entered a mall south of Indianapolis and opened fire. This happened Yesterday, uh, two others were injured in this attack. This was Greenwood Park Mall. And uh, one of them, as of the time of this taping, remained hospitalized. The other one, uh, a 12-year-old girl, had minor abrasions, was uh, treated and released. Uh, The shooter apparently was fatally shot. This is the part that the media doesn't want you to hear. The shooter, that you know that whole, like... There is no good guy with a gun that can take out the bad guy. That doesn't exist. Look at what happened in Uvalde. That doesn't exist. No, that's actually not what we mean when we talk about a good guy with a gun uh, <laughs> taking down a bad guy with a gun. Uh, what we mean is things like this, which is uh, a 22-year-old good Samaritan, they're calling, who witnessed the attack and opened fire with a handgun that he just brought to the mall to protect himself and potentially others, because when you're going out in public, especially at a mall, you never know what's going to happen, and you always want to stay protected. And he did. Uh, so, I mean, look, I find it fascinating that we're having this conversation. It feels like every single week, and it's always a rifle, a rifle, a rifle. Um, I don't know if these people are seeing the the shooter before them and think that they can gain notoriety by using a rifle. I don't know. But I'm just saying that uh, this particular guy... Um, wasn't concerned, uh, wasn't a properly trained officer, but wasn't too concerned enough with the uh, the rifle that he decided to uh, to take this guy out, and um, could have been way worse. Oh, so they always use the code words. Uh, what's a long rifle? Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's all a rifles question. that I know exactly. of. It's not so. It's there, a great is that their way, code way of saying it's not an AR-15? It wasn't an a quote unquote assault rifle like they use. It wasn't one of those mean looking black guns. <laughs> I'm serious about that because, like, this is this is the this is a code word. They keep throwing these code words up there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if it had been an AR-15, they would have said an AR-style rifle, right? Because that's yes. what the media use. So he gets he gets he gets uh, smoked by a 22-year-old kid. That's a kid to me. Yes. Uh, and uh, I again, just what five six years older than what 
Kyle Rittenhouse was. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is still a young person mm -hmm. who yeah. did that. You know, is the media accusing him of bringing the gun across state lines yet? I mean, what, what's right. the narrative? What are they going to play in this whole thing? Because I promise you, the mainstream is not going to pick up on this. Uh, you you want to see more good guy with a gun scenarios when stuff like this happens. Stop making it harder and harder for the good guys to have their guns in their possession when they go out into public places. That might help. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, I say uh, stay strapped. And I'm glad this went the way it went. I feel sorry for the yep. loss of life. Certainly it's a tragedy, but you're, you're glad that it went the way it went. Yeah, this guy luckily was able to legally carry mm -hmm. uh, concealed. But, you know, you go over to California or New York or any of those other crazy liberal uh, places, not, not so much. No, in California, this is not three people dying in the mall. It's 13 or 25 or 30 dying in the mall because there's no bullets coming the other way. The game always changes. Yeah. When punches go that way, the second the punch comes this way, all of a sudden it's a different game. When bullets come the other way, it's an equalizer. So when mm -hmm. they know mm -hmm. that, wait, in this town or in the state of Texas, bullets may come the other It's an equalizer, which mm -hmm. is why here we carry. And I say this, always be strapped, but be aiming true. Practice. Get the in training. the range. Yeah. Get in the range. Because you're shooting a guy in a mall, obviously he had good aim, but be ready for the situation. It's yeah. not just good enough to just carry. No, carry and be actively engaged, understand the weapon, shoot often, shoot through, role play scenarios, study where to aim, where to shoot, what scenario. It's amazing. I went through a simulator the other day in Utah with uh, Attorney General Ray Hass. They have one of only two simulators where they put you in a room and you do a real life scenario mm -hmm. and you make decisions. Mm -hmm. And they put me in a, in, a, in a situation where a guy is trying to commit suicide and you gotta talk him down but he won't listen, he gets out his truck and he walks into the building that he got fired from. And they play this scenario. And at some point I let him get to about five feet from the door and I drop him. They go, guys, sorry, I couldn't talk him <laughs> down. They go, you can't talk this guy down. Let us tell you what happens if you don't shoot him. He goes in and he kills 10 people. Right. And so there's just a time when you have to take action. Mm -hmm. And this guy took action and it's amazing. It's good to have a good guy with a gun story for once. And I just gotta say this, one thing. You make me think of my grandpa today. Why? I'm but a rhinestone, a rhinestone cowboy. Rhinestone I'm a rhinestone cowboy. cowboy. <laughs> it's the denim. It's the denim. It's, the, it's the baby blues. I got, on tennis, I got on tennis shoes. <laughs> no, those today. are my shoes. I got on tennis shoes. I today, buy a pair of tennis here. shoes. The next week he buys the same pair of tennis shoes. Yeah, well, I'm watching you. Yeah. Always. You know what else That's I'm creepy. watching? Hmm. Tell me about that shirt you got on. Oh, uh, yes. This is, uh, you Ultra can find this Maga. at. You yeah. must be in a cult. Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> Whose shirt actually. is that? I mean, it's your shirt, but who, 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 where, where can I get that shirt? So I believe it's 76freedom. Forever. For, uh, 76forever.com. 76, the number 76 forever. 76forever.com. Yeah. No, not the, the, just 76forever spelled out. Okay. Dot com. Yeah. If you want to be part of the cult. So I can <laughs> get a shirt like that. Is it men's as well or just women's? Yeah. That's a good the men's shirt. is not the V. You don't want you don't want the V-neck on the men. It's a little low. <laughs> for the men's. It's for the men's. No. I mean, if you want to show off your chest hair, that's Be fine. Fabio. Yeah. That's Fabio. Fine. Yeah. Um, so well, Chad shows off his chest hair. <laughs> so, so this was the story. I think that the the mainstream media didn't want to tell you because they don't want you to believe that citizens can be empowered to protect themselves uh, or potentially protect those around them. You're supposed to wait for the police who may or may not come as we have been finding out, uh, unfortunately, lately. But, um, but what you probably did hear about, but not the full story, just part of it, what you probably did hear about was um, Andrew Teckel Sundberg. Did you guys see this story yeah. uh, over the weekend? So last Wednesday, uh, this was a 20-year-old 
black male, Andrew Teckel, they called him Teckel, Sunberg, uh, he fired into Arabella Foss Yarborough's apartment where she lived with her two children. He lived there as well. Um, he later fired upon her again as police escorted her and her family safely out of the apartment complex. There, there was a six-hour standoff involved, uh, and Teckel didn't talk to the negotiators. And at the end of this standoff, uh, snipers did eventually shoot and kill him. And of course, even though he was literally trying to kill a woman and her children inside her apartment for absolutely no reason that they can find. Uh, there were Black Lives Matter protesters there because apparently you can never kill a black person even if they are actively attempting to murder someone else, have a gun, uh, pose a danger to other people. You're, you just can't, just never, under no circumstances are you allowed to even criticize a black person, I think. So uh, this victim actually showed up at one of the protests and started yelling at the protesters, asking them to go home because this man was shooting at her and her children, who, by the way, also happened to be black. Do those lives matter? I don't know. Watch. And you're my idols because you guys are celebrating his lives. It was a terror. I'm sure it was a terror. You're not okay. You're okay. You're alive. You're not okay. Shut up. You guys Grief in silence. This is not okay. This is not a George Floyd situation. George Floyd was un unarmed. He was unarmed. You're alive. Like this is not okay. My kids have to deal with this and probably have a mental illness now because they almost lost their life. There's bullet holes in my kitchen because he sat in the hallway watching my move. I mean, it's pretty awful when you hear these protesters who allegedly care about black lives telling her to shut up and uh, she's alive as if that is any uh, any thanks to. Oh, is she supposed to thank him for having bad aim? Like, oh, great, she's alive. By the grace of God, I guess, not because of anything that this guy did. And uh, somehow, it, she's not important enough, her children are not important enough, because, uh, as you guys saw, that whole front line was just white people, old white people. I have friends in various industries that it's kind of, you know, uh, roofers. I have a lot of friends who have roofing companies. You see these roofing trucks go down the street, and I, I know there's friends they are like, man, that was a hell of a hailstorm last night. <laughs> they're excited about the hailstorm because that means business for them, <laughs> That's right? That's right. Or, now man, it's talking. hurricane season. Here now we go because they're not going to get paid unless the hailstorm happens, unless on. the floods happen. They're not going to do it. This is what this group of people is. That's right. They have to have this type of crisis, and there's no narrative that's going to change their mind on that because this is their hailstorm. Mm -hmm. This, you know, they, they, said, they heard, bing, 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 black man got shot by police. Yeah. There it is. Doesn't matter who. The other people involved were, it doesn't matter. You can't mess up our hail damage. We got to go re-roof re that house. This is the only way they make money. It's the only way they get in the media. It's the only way they get their narrative out there. Mm -hmm. It's the only way they go any further with their whole outrage activism. And so they love it. I, I, uh, in the latter days, they'll call good evil and evil good, right? It's <laughs> yeah. never about a black life. It was never about a black life. I'll go as far as saying this to support this guy. They would have preferred her to get shot and killed because oh, yeah. that would have been mm -hmm. rocket fuel for them. The fact that she's alive is actually stifling to their movement. They needed her to be shot. And then it was like, see, because her standing there is literally like Caitlyn Jenner 
<laughs> coming out speaking against the LB alphabet, the LBGT <laughs> alphabet, going, it's one of our own. Can someone hush Caitlin? Can someone here? She, she is breaking the rhythm. I'm with you 100%. They want the hailstorm. What they would like to see produce, her do yeah, oh, is yeah. turn around and join their ranks of on the course, protest. Of course. I mean, I got shot at, but this guy, they should, the police should have never. They, they, would, they would have, like, they would be sexually aroused at that concept. A I mean, it, they'd be insane. Absolutely. They'd give her a book deal. Yeah. Have, no, no, no question. She'll be with Rachel Maddow the next morning. <laughs> Actually, we'll be Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg the next morning. They'll celebrate her. She'll be a champion. No, she's a mom here that went through a traumatic situation. And her, the children had to witness a death, be it no whatever, or yep. near death. And she's just a sane human being saying, this is not okay. You're perpetuating something. It's evil. It's demonic. It's what, the whole thing. The whole thing. And even the Floyd thing. Come on, let's be honest. Yep. Let's just rewind three weeks before that. What the guy did and who he was. and, and well, all the th Come on. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah, I tweeted that yesterday. I said, I want everybody, to, it's Sunday morning, I want everybody to take a moment and reflect on all the good that George Floyd did for his community. You know, it, it, there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> no. There's nothing. No. Uh, you know. And it doesn't yeah. mean a guy deserves no, to die wanna, for that. You don't wish just, death upon but, people. No, but of it's course like, not. Come on. But just perspective. Perspective, yeah. Chad, is so important in life. But you get to a point where you deify. And, 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 and not only that, it's these narratives that have to be pushed because now you have built a multi-billion dollar industry yes. in the protest Absolutely. game. Uh, and these people, they ha they need it. And who's they feeling have it? Hello, it. George Soros. Hello, 100 all these folks. Is Backed. I mean, you know, I mean, and then you got the the founders of BLM that are living in their mansions in white neighborhoods. And again, I, you know, I, look, we were in one of the Trump rallies. I don't remember. We were there Tulsa. in Tulsa, mm -hmm. and there comes a BLM deal, and there's 200 people marching down the street. There was like one black dude out of 200 yes. people in it's the entire crowd. It's all virtue signaling. Legitimately, it's all white guys who have no no character, no identity, no life, who contribute zero to society, they leeches on society. Those are the leeches. That, I call them oxygen thieves. They're stealing oxygen from the rest of us that actually want to go do good. <laughs> They're all the ones showing up, always white guys, virtuous signaling, on behalf of black people, on behalf of the Indians, on behalf of some minority group, versus a black woman standing in front of them going, stop this. Yeah. This is nonsense. No, you, no, you need to be quiet. You're alive. Yeah. What does that mean? It and it's just it's bizarre too because I think um, this gentleman's family was there, and I do think it's a, an interesting part of the story to point out that he so he was adopted from Ethiopia. The 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 shooter, um, he was adopted from Ethiopia to a white family who then went on the news and said, "Well, we all know it's just a fact that if he were white, he would still be alive." It's like. How do you, what? how do you know that though? I mean, and look, they said that the, the, the police department said that they will be releasing the footage. So we'll see uh, what actually led up to this in this six hour standoff. But it's like, did, no. you're white and you just adopted an Ethiopian boy. And now you're going to say that, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a weird no. thing to wrap my brain around that they would have that opinion. Sarah, I can tell you right now, in that situation, first and I know in that situation, training is eliminate the target. They were going to negotiate with the target. The target wouldn't respond. The target keeps shooting in the house. White, black, doesn't matter. Right. Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Their training is you do what you can uh, up until a point. There's children, and, and then you got to drop the target. It wouldn't have mattered. I mean, that's complete bogus. And that's, again, the family. Wait, I mean, no evidence, right? We're the white family now for black people. No, right. you're not. You're perpetuating a 
toxic narrative in the country yeah, it when is you do that. Really sad. Your to son see. adopted, try to kill somebody. Yeah. Try to shoot children and women in an apartment. Let's just stop there. Yeah. It's like the mom that goes, my son was really a good kid, you know, right. but he's he running around reasons. with a freaking ski mask, running away from the cops, shooting at the police. Maybe you didn't know your son. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we've got, uh, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So uh, two out of three guys experience hair loss before they are 35. It is not your fault. It's just the DNA that you were born with. But you don't want to gamble with your hair. You can flip the odds in your favor and save your hair with Keeps. They have clinically proven, FDA-approved hair treatments available online. So uh, whether you are, maybe you're trying to prevent hair loss, maybe you're trying to stimulate hair growth, which Keeps does in like 66% of men. Actually, it triggers a regrowth of hair. You can actually grow that back. Uh, your Keeps physician will help you select the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. By the way, not only are you not going to wait in any waiting rooms or pharmacies, but uh, they're de it's delivered to your door and it's generic, so it's going to save you a ton of money. You've got to go there. Okay, you can visit keeps.com slash Y for 50% off. Yes, that's five zero half off your first order. That is keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. A new interim report released by the Texas House Investigative Committee examining uh, law enforcement's response to the shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde. Uh, you know, it just, just when you think it can't get worse, it just continues to get worse as the details. Oh, come on, don't be a conspiracy theorist. I, come on. But I'm just saying it just continues to get worse. So this is a 77-page document. Uh, so quite bulky and it outlined a void of leadership and it also outlined, this is of course from, uh, Chad, the Chad Prather show, you can find this, but, uh, really breaks it down very well. So 376 responders in total, yep. almost 400 responders, 20 different agencies, 149 U.S. Border Patrol, 91 Texas Department of Public Safety, 14 Department of Homeland Security, and still. Can't stop one shooter. They waited, mm -hmm. and they waited, and they waited, and they waited. And some of them waited as they listened to children screaming while they were being killed, and they waited. Uh, so those of you who came to me the first day, I know they came to you as well, Chad, and said, well, we need to wait for all of the, all of the details to come out. No, no, no. Mm -mm. I knew enough details yep. on day one when I saw the pictures of the crowds of police officers and I heard the stories of them tasing parents for trying to run in to save their children while they stood around and did not engage the shooter. That's what we already knew on day one. But you wanted the investigation to come out, well, now it is out. It was a complete and utter failure. Uh, they said the void of leadership could have contributed to the loss of life as injured victims waited over an hour for help. Uh, bleeding out, guys, so we don't children, know how many. Children. Right, we don't know how many could have been saved, potentially, their lives could have been saved, because a lot of people uh, stood there and said, well, he had already done it. He had already, he had already shot them. Yes. And there were also, it detailed, uh, I'm sorry, to be, I'm going to be graphic for a second, so those of you who don't want to hear it, please uh, just skip this part. But there were also details about the dried blood that was stuck to the floor because so many kids bled out for so long that the blood had a chance to dry on the floor. 
So there's no telling how many children could have been saved had law enforcement react. Again, this just goes back to the first story that we were talking about. You don't know who is going to come and save you. It's important to not just leave that up to one agency of the government who really ultimately, I'm sorry, guys, I know that there are good ones out there and I've supported all of you and I still continue to. But there is a large number of them who are there to protect and serve, just not you. Just their higher ups is what we're finding out. So, uh, look, this is, of course, they blamed the uh, the committee apportioned blame to the entirety of law enforcement, including hundreds of responders from, of course, the law enforcement agencies that we just showed you, many of whom were better trained and better equipped than the school district police. And, uh, you know, it just... It's just very frustrating uh, to continue to read these details as they come out and just see all of these failures on such a horrible, awful, uh, mind-blowing level. And I, I want to throw into the conversation, guys, that um, apparently this school has received more than 50 security alerts related to bailouts. So this is a term that's used in a lot of border communities to describe suspected human traffickers ditching a vehicle while fleeing police. This is mm -hmm. between February and May of 2022. So what they're saying is that uh, this contributed to a diminished <laughs> sense of vigilance about responding to security alerts. Mm -hmm. So this is the uh, this is the wonderful utopia that the left wants for you. They want to be overrun by so many illegal immigrants that police officers don't know what to respond to. And they want to make sure that you yourself cannot protect yourself with any of the weapons that the criminals and the police officers use. They just want them to have it and not you. So at the end of the day, you wouldn't be able to protect your family or yourself. So you and I both procured a copy of the training uh, analysis of yes. what happened, the, the official report breakdown from the, the, the training organization for these type of shootings. And we went through it. You've gone through it on your deal. I went through it on my overtime show. Um, we called it out initially. We said there was something, there was a problem that was going on here. We got called conspiracy theorists and how dare we question any of this stuff. There's a lot of people out there trying to justify this cowardly incompetence on the part of these law enforcement officers that are there. We have supported police. We certainly have, but I'm consistently calling these guys out. Um, they've said, well, you know, you don't know what's going on in that room. They say, well, it was edited. There weren't screams. The screams had already stopped, which to me, hell, that's even worse because yeah. that means yeah. there's only a guy in there and they yeah. found him hiding in a closet. Right. So if, the, if there's no screaming going on, why? why? You, you're, you're not obviously not afraid at that point in time to go in there and, and shoot a child. The police, you know, go in there and shoot a child. You know, they're saying, well, maybe they didn't have a clear shot or something like that. We see the videos of them running down the hall. We see them getting a hand sanitizer. We see them smiling and laughing on their phone. Um, you know, I, I've, I even said on my show, I said, I understand why some phones may be out because you're getting communication from family. Again, not protocol. Shouldn't have been done. And we know that there was a husband there who had his mm -hmm. phone because his wife supposedly was, had gotten shot. And, and told him that she was dying. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah. I get that. And I didn't call out the phone thing early on because you don't know in that situation. And people say, well, it's easy for you to be an armchair quarterback and sit back. No, 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 no. Not in this situation. Not in this situation, you have overwhelming force here, and you're afraid to go in and neutralize this attack. They didn't do it. And now we're seeing the video of what was going on, and it's just absolute, pure gut-wrenching to watch this level of cowardice of people who are more interested in protecting their retirement plans and their pensions than they are children's lives. Pisses me off. 
and look, Sunday night I'll be speaking at the I'm keynote speaker of the Texas Sheriff's Association. So so don't give me the crap about you don't support law enforcement. No, no. If an OBGYN is raping his patients, I would expect the community of the OBGYN doctors to call that doctor out yes. and root that cancer cell out. Yep. What I'm seeing here is a cancerous trait that's happening within the community of those who wear a badge and have delegated authority to call themselves law enforcement officers. That's got to be rooted out. They've got to be held accountable. Yes. yes. Because it goes all the way up to the White House and there's culpability all the way up to the White House, into the governor's office. And I know, I know, I, I know, I'll be go light here, but it goes into the governor's office because I work in Uvalde, boots on the ground. Day one, I'm going to support Sarah. You called it out. You called it out. I sat in that chair day one. We called it out. And I said, listen to me. They're scared stiff because they've been neutered on the border, the whole border. Yep. I'm on the border and I have law enforcement officials who show me they don't have ammunition in their guns on the border. They're not given ammunition. OK, that's the fact. Right. We got Humvees parked on the border as props with no engines in them. OK, <laughs> that's a fact. OK, it's a whole shell game because they're neutered. They care more about themselves. You want to tell me there's not a single officer that says, screw it. I'm going to forfeit my career. Right. Hallelujah. Thank you. Maybe I was born for a time such as this to go, <clears throat> to go save children. By the way, the only thing you have in that situation on your side is time. And the only thing that's against you that matters is time. Mm. The longer you wait, the more people die. So get in and take him out. And if it means you put your life on the line, then put your life on the line. It's why you wear the badge every single day. That's why you're called to go do this. It's like a guy that goes to Iraq that says, hey, don't send me out there where the bullets fly. I just want to sit under the tent. Mm. You're in the rack mm. for the wrong reason, son. Mm. Every single one of them is shameful. It's a disgrace to the badge. It's a dis disgrace to the, to the profession of law enforcement. And I'm with you. The law enforcement community should root that out. Mm -hmm. Should hunt it and root it out. And it's rife through this country because it's it's the administration from the top down that says, hey, we're going to shame you. We're going to cancel you. You're going to lose your job. If you take your weapon, if you discharge your weapon, your career's over. And they bred a culture in this country that even though it, the law enforcement is present, it's not really present. Yeah. And, and there are people who say, oh, well, what about your good guys with guns? There were there were 400 of them. They're good guys with the guns. No, no. Nope. That's a bad, that's faulty logic. The 22-year-old was a good guy with a gun in exactly. the Exactly. He took and, action. And, and mm -hmm. th these people didn't take action. No. They simply didn't exactly. take action, even though they're the ones who... And, and, <laughs> but ultimately, a, quote, good guy with a gun did kill the Uvalde shooter. But I he, mean, came, so, from, but, he but, came from a far way away. Yeah, He wasn't exactly. one of the guys. He got a call off duty and all of a sudden shows up and he meets these other guys. What happens on a football team? You played football, Chad, when you don't throw <coughs> blocks. Yeah. Does coach leave you in? Right. He goes, sorry, boy, you missed your blocks. You're out. You can't just be on the field. You got to do something. When they showed up on that scene, you got to go do something. Not arrest the parents and taste parents. Go eliminate the shooter. Yeah. It's cowardice. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got uh, more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, First Liberty. So we talk about this all the time. The left is really like they are trying to figure out how to pack the court. It's obviously a coup. Uh, you know, you've got Biden, Pelosi, Schumer. They're all working overtime on new radical plans to pack the Supreme Court. And if we don't stop them from installing, oh, I don't know, four more justices so they can rig the system in their favor, it's going to be catastrophic for our entire country. 
We cannot let that happen. This is why First Liberty needs you. It's very, very easy, guys. They're just gathering a coalition of a million patriots to say no to court packing uh, and no to the Supreme Court coup. Um, they've got over 400,000 signatures already. This is the easiest thing I'm asking you guys to do today. It's completely free. <laughs> Go sign your name at supremecoup.com. That is supremecoup.com to sign that letter. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser went on CBS's Face the Nation over the weekend. God, I love this so much. Uh, she was frustrated. The reason why she was frustrated uh, or concerned is that uh, she's worried that illegal immigrants that they're finding now in places like D.C. because people like Greg Abbott are bussing them over to all of these left-leaning places who care so much about open borders. Like, okay, great. You guys take them then. Well, now the D.C. mayor is worried that uh, they might be they might be getting tricked into boarding these buses into <gasps> not into our town. We don't want those brown people here. Watch. Washington Post reported last week that homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up. Um, and groups were getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and, and Arizona are sending here Is full of, of migrants. How significant is this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue. Um, is it? We have for sure called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to oh. prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. Oh. Uh, we, we think they're largely asylum seekers uh -huh. uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. uh, I worked oh, with the White House to make sure that FEMA provided a grant to a local organization uh -huh. um, that is providing services to folks. Um, but I fear that they're being uh, tricked into nationwide um, bus trips when their oh, final no. destinations are places all over the United States of America. Oh, okay. So they, they prob they're being tricked to get on the bus because they look, they don't want to stay. They don't want to stay here. They don't, they don't look, they don't want to be here. They need to go to, I don't know, back to Texas, to California, to all of these other hell holes that we've created uh, because of illegal immigration. Don't, but don't, but don't stay here, please. That's don't right. stay here. They, they, they got, you go down to McAllen, Texas right now, go down to Harlingen. They're sitting in the airport. They got those manila folders yep. that says, I don't speak English. Help me get to the right gate. They know where they're going in that case. But if they wind up in Washington, D.C., they were tricked into going there. <laughs> if they wind up inside the beltway, ew, gross. Oh, my God. I mean, look, if I had my way, they'd be on a bus back to Managua or Tegucigalpa or San Pedro mm -hmm. Sula or Mexico City or something place like that. But no, they're winding up in Washington, D.C. And watch this level of kind of like, oh, we want to be nice about our meltdown. But yeah. uh, these poor victimized people, they don't mean to be in our neighborhood. I love that it's like, oh, yeah, this is a significant issue. Oh, really? You think it is? Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> illegal immigrants are a significant issue when they get brought to your freaking yeah. front door. You were all about ah. it when they were going to Seattle and Bozeman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I now they're in Alexandria. We, I mean, this is this is before before Abbott, before Abbott made the decision to send some buses to D.C., right? We're on the border and we're tracking these buses and we're filming them. We're filming kids coming across the border. I'm asking CBP, are you, inter are you interrogating these people? We're not allowed to. So I'm in a field with about 300 you know, women and children, and I am interrogating them, asking them, is there fentanyl human trafficking? And the answer is yes, yes on everything. CBP is like, ah, see no evil, hear no evil. We yeah. can't ask any questions. And the buses show up, these unmarked white buses, and I start asking where are you going? 
and they look at each other. And I kid you not, a hundred in a row goes, you know, Minneapolis. I go, that's interesting. Who's in Minneapolis? Oh, we don't know. We have interpreters. No family in Minneapolis. No, they were tricked to come across the border. Yeah. They get assigned a city right. by, by CBP and Catholic charities. Yes, Catholic charities on, on the border that process them, that gets paid to process them. They get assigned a city and then sent into the United States of America. No family members, right? And now they're just getting assigned to another city called Washington, D.C. They've been assigned cities from day one. Of course. It's a joke. And Catholic Charities, you brought it up, they're a nefarious organization. They're no better than Black Lives Matter. They have an agenda. They need to be disbanded. They're 501c3. Their nonprofit status needs to be revoked. They're an evil group of people. And And by the way, the people that are being most victimized... Are, uh, are are the are the migrants coming across Absolutely. the border? Uh, and don't forget, folks. Don't forget that sixty uh, percent of the women crossing the southern border have been raped. Yep. That's how they're paying off their debt. That's yep. how they're paying their five, six, seven thousand dollar fee to the cartels to get across the border. There, mm-hmm. there are there are what is it? Underwear trees? What are rape, they called? Rape, 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 rape trees. trees. Yeah. Rape trees where they're mm-hmm. hanging their underwear in the tree, mm-hmm. almost as a as a token mm-hmm. uh, or a you know a spoil of war, so to speak, because they've been raped. Well, the reason, they, the, reason they, the reason they do that is they bring the mother and child over. They rape the mom on U.S. soil because it's a form of indoctrination to say this government can't protect you right. in the United States. We own you even here. Yeah. We own you there. Catholic Charities, however, in Guatemala and Honduras has an organization called Catholic Relief Mission. And Catholic Relief Mission, which is funding U.S. taxpayer money through Catholic Charities, Catholic Relief Mission, Relief Mission coerce people to join the caravan. Mm -hmm. So they're creating their own supply chain. Mm -hmm. In Honduras, Guatemala, where you're asking, convincing and coercing a mother to sell her child into a caravan, to take the trek, the whole thing is rife. Uh, It's corrupt. Um, And you're right, it's the migrants ultimately that suffer because they show up in Texas thinking land of milk and honey and they show up in the desert Mm -hmm. at 108 degrees and they are 300 miles from anything. anything. And they die. We have, we've literally driven with Border Patrol and picked up children's bodies that are decomposing in the desert because you're in the desert in Texas. And oh, by the way, a lot of it flows through what city? Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Because you go through Uvalde, which mm-hmm. doesn't border, on your way to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you connect the dots. Thank you, President Biden, for creating this cat- human mm-hmm. humanitarian catastrophe. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, we briefly touched on it last segment, but the, there's a map that Jack Posobiec tweeted out that uh, Uvalde is right at the intersection of two of the heaviest human trafficking channels along the Texas border. Yep. By the way, all of those lockdowns that I was talking about because you had the, the illegal immigrants bailing from the car, crashing the car and bailing, one of them happened a day before uh, the shooting. It's just a really, really sad um, situation on all accounts. So uh, speaking of illegal immigration. I want to take a break and then um, I want to I want to touch on this story that just still does not seem to add up with the uh, the 10-year-old who got raped by the illegal immigrant we know now and the mom denying that he did it and all of that. So we'll we'll touch on that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor Upside. So um, look, inflation is hard, guys, and we really need to be saving our pennies, even if it's just pennies, wherever you can save them. This is why you have to try Upside. Upside is amazing. It's an app that you can go download in the app store, wherever you get your apps. Um, but you're, you get money, you get cash back for doing things like 
oh, I don't know, buying gas, paying for groceries, dining out, these things that you're already doing, you're earning cash back with upside. My husband and I were just, uh, we were just out to eat. We decided to go out to eat the other day and um, we were like, oh, wow, he opened the upside app. Oh, we get 7% cash back uh, on what we spend here. And we were going out to eat anyway. So these are the types of things that you can be doing with upside. The gas station right by my house, uh, we get cash back every time we fill up. And trust me, you're gonna need that cash back because pretty soon it's gonna be like $20 a gallon, okay? You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Download the free upside app in the app store. Use promo code NEWS to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That is $5 or more cash back on your purchase of $10 or more using promo code NEWS. So Telemundo seems to be the, ironically enough, the They're only on yeah the only news agency that is trying to get to the bottom of bottom of this particular situation with the ten year old uh, victim who was raped and the illegal immigrant Gershon Fuentes uh, who confessed to raping this ten year old. Uh, so the Telemundo showing up at the residence of the girl and interviewing the mother who last week was like, he didn't do it, it's all a lie, and she's doing fine, by the way. And, you know, very, barely opened the door. It was like a very awkward thing. And so Telemundo went back. By the way, Megan Fox over at PJ Media is the only other independent journalist that I see that's actually doing any digging on this from the American side. But uh, Telemundo went back to uh, the mother's home, the mother's apartment complex, and uh, interviewed the mother's friend. And this is, of course, in Spanish, but I'll translate if you want to play that. So Telemundo did confirm this woman is the girl's mother. A neighbor says they both frequent the same nightclub. And upon seeing photos and video images recorded with their cameras, she said yes. That is the mother of the 10-year-old girl who was raped. She also said that the woman is in a relationship with Gerson Fuentes. He's her partner and he is the father of the child she is carrying in her womb right now. So the woman is pregnant. See. So, I have some questions. Mainly, are the children still in the house with the mother who's protecting... It's all coming together. I'm just making the most sense of it that I can make, right? Adding, adding, uh, connecting the dots here. The mother's protecting her boyfriend, domestic partner, whatever, whose baby she's carrying and saying he didn't rape her 10-year-old daughter. And she, does she still have control over the daughter? Has the daughter been taken yet? Are there other children in the, in the house? Why don't we have these answers? You don't have that. If Megan Fox has sent FOIA requests, mm -hmm. she has called Child Protection Services, and they will not answer no. that question, which is very suspect. Which they've um, had plenty of time, because this has been going on now for a while. Like, they couldn't fumble together a statement over the weekend. Well, I know that if your child broke his arm... And, you know, something was going on and That's right. somebody decided yeah. to report you. I can guarantee you what would be coming your way. Mm -hmm. You would have to prove that you're a good mother and all mm -hmm. of these things. This is obviously not happening in this situation. Yeah, it's really sad. Yako, I have a feeling you have a Do you really want me to talk few, about this? A few thoughts about this. <laughs> I mean, Do you really yes. Want me? Okay, all right, let's go. Let me tell you real quick. CPS is complicit in child sex trafficking, number one, okay? 
100%. They know of these situations across the country where children are with pedophiles. They know, they know that the fastest rising form in sex trafficking, sexual abuse of children is what is called familial trafficking, meaning the mother <clears throat> trafficking the children with a father, a boyfriend, a husband. The mom knows this guy's been raping the kid. The mom will cover for the guy. He's, she's the baby mama. He's probably abusing her. CPS knows this, and CPS also knows that it's most prevalent in the Hispanic and the black community. Your child wouldn't have to break his arm. He could just cry wolf, mm -hmm. and CPS will be at your door. I have friends right now in CPS cases that have to prove that they're fit parents, and it was literally for just disciplining their child. Okay? Uh, how about for not vaccinating the right. children at the not hospital? So, so here's a child that, by the president of the United States, had to go across state lines to get an abortion by the president, and still CPS doesn't show up because they understand it will expose their system. The system is rife. And again, here we go again. Under this administration, the number one group of people that suffer are children. 100%. They will let that child now grow up with no support. And stay in that home with that guy that raped that child. Let's just think about it for a minute. Whether the child had an abortion or not, that child now goes to bed at night with a perpetrator, right? Mm -hmm. In defense, by the mother. How right. safe is that child by the mother? The mother will sell that child. Again, if it's not this guy, it's the next guy. Because to them, children are a means to money or just kill them. Kill them in the womb. They're an inconvenience unless you can make money off of them. Wouldn't it be something if by Biden calling this thing out that it starts unraveling a whole yeah. lot of stuff? I mean, you know, him trying to use that yeah, to, that's to, all they to support, about was the abortion support his narrative and all. You know, let that idiot puppet in the White House keep on. Yeah. Yeah. Pointing out things that we can go investigate. No kidding. Because you're wearing an ultra MAGA shirt. People are like, I can't believe you're. I was like, no, those are Joe Biden's words. I'm literally we make money off of his <laughs> off words. Of Joe so Biden's words. It's just great. Keep on pointing things out. Joe, we'll keep capitalizing off of it. We'll keep finding criminals and we'll expose them. Yeah. Amen. All right. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Yeah. I was reading something earlier I shared with you, Chad, when I was over there with you uh, on your set that, what, what did I say, 76% of uh, recruits, all adults, all, all adults age 17 to 24 would not be able to be deemed physically fit, either they're obese or they have some sort of a criminal record uh, or other mental illness that would prevent them from being able to be recruited into the military. Um, which is just, that's not scary at all. But don't worry, because we do have, of course, uh, people like Sam Brinton, who is, what is, he's in the nuclear, yep. basically he's, he has a nuclear code. Basically probably. in charge of what we do with our nuclear waste. Which is great, which is great. Um, it, yes, that's the one in the heels. Oh, wait, they're both wearing heels. That's the one in the dress. Oh, wait, they're both wearing a dress. That's the bald one. There we go. Um, and, they also uh, both have penises. Of course, next to that is true. Rachel Levine, uh, everyone's favorite four-star deputy, whatever you four-star general, uh, who is the assistant secretary of um, the Department of Human Health and Services, which is um, that's not what you want. That's not what you want. Oh, you uh, mean a man H who doesn't HHS? realize he's a woman and works with CPS? I mean, a man. Oh yeah, that organization. That's the head of HHS that works with CPS that's supposed to be protecting our children. I'm just letting you know. 
Those people are supposed to be is. protecting your children. There it is. Okay. And your nuclear. Well, they well they will they'll they will trans them right up. They'll do that. <laughs> well, I'm done with these folks. Look, I'm going to start calling it what it is. This demonic is straight out of the pit of hell. Yep. Uh, you want to keep toying with these things. You referenced it earlier. You call things that are bad evil good, things that are good evil. Keep playing with these things. You're gonna it's going to kill every one of you. Uh, you got nations around the earth that are that are training their people to come destroy us. Mm-hmm. And we keep pussyfooting with this nonsense mm-hmm. and insanity. It's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Make sure Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show, check it out. Jakub Uyans, host of The Bottom Line. And go get my shirt, 76forever.com. See ya. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.